And we're back. Welcome to the Cinema Draft Podcast. Daily fantasy sports meets the movies. And today we are joined with a pod virgin. It's my longtime friend. He's a baby doctor. Oh, sorry. Pediatrician by day and a rising actor by night. It is Dr. Anidra Lysif. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Yes, yes. Welcome to the podcast, Anidra. How are you, how you doing? As I say on your <laughs> I'm doing okay. Doing well. Good, good. Our Andy Cohen-inspired Watch What Happens Lifestyle drinking game tonight is the word medical. Because every time you hear one of us say the word, take a sip of what you're sipping, me. And because tonight's pod will be covering some of our top most interesting medical experts on the silver screen. All right. And, and since we are in strange times, just want to find out, uh, Nidra, how's, how's your quarantine going? Um, quarantine is a bit dull. <laughs> Although I usually um, spend my days um, waking late, staying up late. <laughs> But I usually get us fed. I say us because I have a dog now. Oh, fur baby. Congratulations. Yes. You must Thank be you. <laughs> He's three years old. Her name is Mahogany. Mm, great name. <laughs> so, yes. Thank you. Um, she just requires walking twice a day, play in the evening. But um, after 8.30 or 9, she's asleep. So. Uh. Well, at least yeah. you get your exercise going. I know it's, that's yeah. key for staying sane. And you always wear a bit of a fitness junkie, so, you know. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm keeping up with my workouts every other day. So about three or four times a week. All right. Sounds good. You you are inspiration to all of us. All right. So our first category or segment is what I'm watching. That's right. Welcome to Airhorn Central. I love me some Airhorn. All right. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to share my screen. <clears throat> and and we'll uh, talk about a few of the things I'm watching these days. First thing I'm okay. uh, to talk about is the Good Fight. That, that actually deserves an air horn of some. It is incredible. It's back, and uh, we show you a few few clips of, of the Good Fight. It is actually uh, it's an extension of. Are you familiar with the Good Wife? Yeah, I'm yes. familiar with the Good Wife. Uh, so, have you seen the Good Fight? No, I have not. Oh, it's awesome. So, all right, so they follow Diane Lockhart, you know, Christine Bransky's character um, after she's, uh, you know, left uh, Lockhart Gardner. Actually, when she's about to retire from Lockhart Gardner. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and then, and then like, the financial – well, not financial – she was victim of a Ponzi scheme. And so she's kind of out on her ass right after she resigned from Lockhart Gardner. And she ends up okay. at an all-black firm in Chicago uh, where she's kind of like, I guess, the junior partner uh, or something. and. Oh. And so she has to kind of get used to working a bunch of different cases. You know, Kush Jumbo, we saw some of her towards the tail end of, of The Good Wife. She's she's one of the associates of the law firm. Um, her, uh, what's her name? Uh, Quinn, Luca Quinn. Yeah, her character's great. Audra McDonald, you know, legend of, of stage and screen. Uh, okay, was on yeah. the second season. It's, yeah, it's such a good show. Highly encourage checking it out. Rose Leslie, a.k.a. Um, uh, Egret from Game of Thrones. Have you did you watch Game of Thrones? Anything? No, <gasps> I'm not a Game of Thrones geek. <laughs> Sorry. No, but have you have you ever, have you tried watching it? It's it's amazing. No, I guess I will since I'm quarantined. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not there there are fewer 
better product to start than Game of Thrones. But anyways, it's great. It's a great show. It's back for its fourth season. This is how this is how good the acting is on this show. There was um, Delroy Lindo of all people was trending. He's he's actually like the lead partner in this thing. Are you familiar with Delroy Lindo? Um, I mean, from a, a West Indian Archie from Malcolm X. Mm, I have to see him. No, not okay. the same. All right, let me. See, I'll see if I can find him in a second. Well, actually, okay. while I was clipping, uh, floating. Oh. By, you remember her? Are, are you yeah. familiar with her? She's a soror. She's actually she was in my class at uh at the Spelman College Drama Department. We uh we were in a play together. Oh. Yeah, yeah, very proud of her. She was Rachel on Justified, and she's she's a Spelmanite just like you. Okay, all right. Yeah, Spellhouse did... love. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and Happy Founders Day. Uh, actually, oh, I was passing by um what looked like a possible Spellhouse couple. Uh. Uh, when I was out on a walk the other day and I saw her wearing a Spellman shirt on Saturday, your Founders Day, and I said, Happy Founders <laughs> Day. She turned back, she's like, oh, You in the more house? And I go, The house? <laughs> like, hey, and then he's like, Yeah, I was, I was class of 2011. Where were you? I'm like, Class of 97. And I saw a little visible confusion on their face because it looks so baby faced. At least when I'm shaking. Right. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. It's good to see you. Good to see a Spellhouse couple doing their thing. But yeah, but uh, the good fight, Delroy Lindo, actually, so Delroy Lindo was trending on Twitter the other day. Yeah, here he is. Uh, yes, he's trending I know. On, yeah, he's trending on Twitter the other day because because there is like this show within a show on on the good fight, uh, like set up like one of those Fox News, you know, hot take type, you know, political shows. And he's basically, you know, challenging the, you know, this, this uh, conservative uh, host. Uh, on why he can't say the n-word he's like oh, why can't i say you know he's the white guys like, why can't i say the n-word why can't i say the n-word and delroy lindo's character's like just say it say it and i was like i'll say it with you just say it come on say it. this is shit. i mean it was so funny because it was one of those examples when we just had when we just taken too much shit from white people he's just had just snapped he was done right. and it was the clip was trending because people thought it was real <laughs> oh god <laughs> it was excellent. He's an actor. <laughs> yeah, he's he's good at what he does. West Indian Archie. Mm-hmm. So good fight. That's that's one of the things I'm watching. Oh, and also, uh, well, not to spoil anything too much, but I I think the the debut episode of the fourth season, which because these things are released on Thursdays, I believe, uh, CBS All Access. Uh, basically, that entire episode is like. A what if basically they did a uh, episode around what if Hillary had won and what the world looked like like that and at first I was like god I love this world you know oh. women we got you know two more women on the Supreme Court Kavanaugh no one's ever heard of Brett Kavanaugh and everything's great but then you started seeing the trade-offs of of what would happen if Hillary had won you know sexism is still I mean sexism will always run rampant but like you know me too never happened you know it just I mean the, the, there is no best timeline is basically what they're saying so oh. yeah I think it's worth checking out the good fight season four okay. excellent uh, another thing I'm watching is this uh, this documentary I watched called The Scheme are you familiar with this at all no <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. That's, that's fine. Um, it's cultural exchange. We'll get to what you're watching in just a moment. But the scheme is excellent. It's uh, it's basically about uh, the whole hypocrisy with the NCAA and how you know the coaches and pretty much everyone in the NCAA athletic system and big time collegiate sports are getting paid, but the hey. athletes, yeah. And they, and they try to track this one guy named uh, Christian Dawkins. He's a lifelong hustler. And kind of inhabited, inhabited the edges of high school and collegiate sports, and they kind of follow him as he's basically. I think it's textbook entrapment. I'm actually waiting for 
a lawyer acquaintance of mine on Twitter to get back to me on that. <laughs> but he's basically entrapped into a string into a sting operation, you know, trying to nail collegiate athletes for taking money to buy players. So I thought it was it was highly entertaining. It's shot super dramatic, and it's Christian Dawkins guy. I mean, he's in the entire thing, and he's very charismatic. It's it's something else. You should, I I highly recommend it. And you and you'll come out of it and be like, you know, why you know the system's rigged. This sucks. Pay the players, and the NCAA. Um, <laughs> yeah, I always say the system is rigged, um, but it's a uh, fiction or nonfiction. No, this is documentary. This, this all this okay. happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if you remember, but I think a, f- a couple years ago, a few years ago, there was that. Uh, uh, press conference about how the the Southern District of New York was was indicting like Rick Pitino and some other coaches. Where Rick Pitino lost his job finally, and then now he's and he's actually working his way back. That was the guy in New York, right? What's that? Was he in New York or something? Well, well, it was set up in New York. Uh, uh, Rick Pitino was in like Louisville, but you know he's okay. he's running game across the entire country, and it was just wild. They're naming all these college coaches, and all the college coaches got off with this one guy who really wasn't you know doing anything but like hooking up players uh, with coaches. Uh, I mean, he got nailed for like money laundering and a bunch of stuff, which honestly he didn't really do. So I don't know. I thought it was very interesting. Check out the scheme; it's on HBO right now. Okay. And then oh, wow. the last thing I'm watching, I rewatched Molly's Game. Are you familiar okay. with Molly's Game? I'm familiar with it, and I watched the trailer, um, oh. but I haven't have yet to watch. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's great. It's got a couple of our faves, uh, Jessica Chastain Idris. And, and Idris. Yeah, Idris Elba. The thing about Idris, now he's great in, in this movie, but I can't okay. quite place his accent. We know he knows how to do a great American accent, but I couldn't tell if he's if he's just like his normal speaking voice or. He's trying to do an American accent. I couldn't quite tell. So that kind of threw me off. <laughs> but I love this movie. I loved it when it came out. I read the book um, before the movie came out uh, several years ago. It's, it's about poker. And you know, with my background in professional poker, I was named. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and in the book, she names the real names. It's like uh, Toby McGuire. Oh. Yeah. Toby McGuire is played by Michael Sarah in this movie. They just call him Player X, but it's, it's Toby McGuire. Tobey Maguire was like a big time dick in this book and movie too. He's super, he's just kind of super calculating and and uh, and conniving. But it's it's a great story, pretty well told. Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin, it's his directorial debut. He wrote and directed this. The direction's fine, but his writing, top notch. Okay. So yeah, Somali's games, great stuff. Jessica Chastain, you know, I mean, she doesn't play like you know wives or girlfriends anymore. She's strictly you know being about like. Yeah, badass women, you know, <laughs> just, you know, being the smartest person in the room. And I love that about her. I, I call her a young Meryl Streep in training. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, look at the end. Yeah, and that's part. basically his English accent. Oh, you think so, huh? Okay. Yeah, so I, I could, it was kind of muddled. Okay. You, know, you know who else's uh, natural accent is a little bit muddled because he spent so many years acting American is uh, Charlie Hunnam from um, Sons of Anarchy. Are you familiar with him? No. Okay, he. Uh, if you saw him, you'd recognize him. He was in a okay. movie recently called The Gentleman, and and it's just. I mean, he's been. I, I think that role really messed up his voice because now I can't always quite hear his native Britishness. It's kind of strange. Okay. Yeah, but Kevin Costner's in this. It's just. It's really good. I mean, you know, her outfits are fire. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, very very good looking. Delicious. Yeah, you know, hey, your word's not mine. But no, it, it's, it's a fun movie. I enjoyed it, you know, Molly's Game. And the poker's handled pretty well. There's, they don't show a ton of poker action, but the stuff they do, they explain it pretty well. They insert some jargon without losing people. I enjoyed it. So 
What are you watching, Dr. Lysis? Um, well, I think a couple. Um, most they're not medical though, so I didn't uh, right. <laughs> delve in, into that arena um, just yet. Um, the Intruder with uh, Michael Ely and um, Megan Good. Oh, what do you think of that? I saw the trailers for that, but I didn't quite get grab me. What do you think of it? Um, it started off pretty slow. Okay. Um, Dennis Quaid is really good in this movie, though. Oh, this is Deion Taylor joint. Deion Taylor also did uh, another, um, uh, was it either Ely or Megan Good? Joint? Yeah, he did Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, Jacob's Ladder, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. He also did the Tony Roberts um, comedy special. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I just went, was watching it um, basically on um, uh, Stars since I had it um, while Power was on. Okay. I couldn't get my um, fire stick to work. I don't know, but so yeah, I was watching Intruder. Okay. <laughs> um, wow, he's productive. Out- he's he he did Black and Blue also. Wow, he's kind yeah. of writes them out. It's like three. The one I remember seeing was Traffic. It was uh, was uh, Omar Epps and Paul Patton. That's what I was trying to remember. Oh. And uh, and these are like one, two, three almost four movies in two years that's mm-hmm. that's, that's Tony hard. Robert I'm different yeah yeah all right so so go ahead so tell me what you liked about uh about um, it's, it starts off pretty slow um but then the characters you know become actually believable um and then often I would um find myself wondering like who does those things like who goes down into a basement area by themselves? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But overall, it was it was good. I'd re- recommend it. Okay. All right. That's the stuff. And anything else you want to mention to the people? Um, and then, um, oh, what's his name? He was on Power. He's in this um, movie as well. He's in The Intruder and um, Jacob's Ladder. And he's on power. Oh, that's um, what. What character did he play on Power? Uh, he played. Um, Let me see uh, who's casting this sucker. It's oh Joseph Cora. Oh, oh yeah. Tommy. Tommy's yeah, in Tommy. this. <laughs> this guy. This guy will forever walk around just being known as Tommy. Like he's in Ozark. New season Ozark. I'm not sure you follow oh, that show. I'm yeah. not. And and every, and I mean he I mean he's, he plays uh sl- he, he's not nearly as menacing as he is in power as like Tommy but I mean you know he plays a bit of a tough guy but the entire time you're thinking Tommy why are you a little bitch now Tommy <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness just <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah he's he's great yeah, very charismatic yeah I mean he's he's definitely one of the breakout uh, stars from Power he, he really does yes. Okay, look at Tommy getting word. What else? What, what you up to, Tommy? So Ozark, there he is. Frank Cosgrove Jr., Frank Jr., Power, oh. all those episodes, Jacob's Ladder, and the True. Okay, Tommy stays. He was in Underground. Oh, really? Well, you know, I didn't. I never saw that show. What do you, you think of that show? No, I never saw it either. My brother was a um, fanatic of mm-hmm. it, though. I'm just like I'm tired of seeing slaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, yo, from your lips to. To Ariel Plot's ears, like straight up. I only have so much um, uh, Black Misery credits in a year to spend, and I just oh, okay. <laughs> that year I was used up. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That, that's cool. Uh, so another of um, 
of um, the director's movies, Jacob's Ladder. Okay. Another one that Michael Ely is in, and also Joseph Sikor. Okay. And Jesse Williams. Yes. Yeah, so how is he in that? He's starting to pop up in more places, too. Right. Outside so of Grey's Anatomy. Jesse and um, Michael play brothers okay. in this movie. Um, you didn't see it? No, it's actually in my queue on Netflix, and this is actually my okay. bump it up for me. Okay. All right. It's a psychological thriller. Um, and basically, um, you find out they, they've switched lives to everyone's amazement. Um, but you don't, you know. So it's like a body switching thing? or Yes. Oh. But they're brothers in real life. Right. Well, in the movies. Well, in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, also about um, the military and then PTSD. And they, um, this is the only thing medical about this movie. <laughs> okay. Or about a movie. Um, you don't have me hydrated over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's about this experimental med um, medicine that they um, used in patients. This is, I mean, I didn't know what it was. Like, it looked kind of like it might have been horse. That's why I hadn't quite, you know, teed it up yet. But this looks good. Thanks. Uh, yes, it really is. Thanks, Dr. A. I think we'll have to check this yeah, out. You're welcome. And it just so happens my... Um, oh, it's got Carla Souza from um, How to Get Away with Murder, uh, a.k.a. Laurel. Oh. Where's Laurel? Where's Laurel? Oh, okay. Yeah, and so okay. actually, my um, acting coach is in this movie as well, Dwayne Boyd. Really? Oh, let's, yeah. Let's see, let's see if you're acting coach. What's, how do you spell that? Dwayne Boyd. Dwayne Boyd. Yeah, that's how you spell it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's 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 see Mr. Boyd's credits. Okay. Look at you getting all trained up. You love to right. see it. Yes. <laughs> and and, um, and you know you live in the greater Atlanta area and so as we as people who follow the movie industry knows all those lovely Georgian tax credits y'all stay busy huh right yes we do well we were until this COVID-19 oh, that's right hashtag dat Rona yeah yes okay go ahead and get your work Mr. Boyd all right well, well great yeah. he plays the medical resident in the movie oh, okay yeah. And the third movie I've been um I watched um American Son with Carrie Washington. Oh, I saw that. What do you think of it? Thumbs down for me. Really? Uh, yeah, that's that's her only her only body of work that I really didn't care for. I mean, it's like a long monologue or dialogue between the two of them but so are you are you familiar that this is basically like there it was a, a stage play in um uh in i think it was broadway i think it was a, a play she was doing on broadway they basically you know retrofitted to made the, it into a movie yeah into, for netflix they shouldn't have <laughs> and I, I agree. <laughs> definitely felt stagey and it's not like my favorite thing she's done but i mean i i think there was there was some interesting stuff in there the whole you know the whole thing about perceptions and race and and and, and class also and and right the messy lives between like you know 
her and, and her, I guess, ex-husband or separated yeah, or whatever? Ex-husband. Were they separated yeah. or, were they, or they divorced? I couldn't, I can't remember. Oh, I don't, oh, okay. either way. <laughs> and I, I love Steven Pasquale, Pas, Pascali, Pasquale, uh-huh. Pasquale. Pasquale. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's always uh, good and stuff I've seen. Yeah, he actually is in The Good Wife a lot. Uh, or okay. towards the end, a recurring character. Uh, yeah, and but it's interesting is that Carrie, Carrie's actually her her face can get really theatrical. Like I mean, for she knows how to act for the screen and everything, and as you right. know, you know, you need to tone everything down, etc. You know, doesn't apply for podcasts though. You know, <laughs> you tone everything down, or whatever. But uh, but like in Little Fires Everywhere, Carrie's you know new, uh, newly released uh, effort with uh, Reese Witherspoon. And if you right. haven't seen that, definitely watch it. Okay. Are you watching Little Fires Everywhere? No, I haven't. It, it's on but Hulu. Yeah, it comes out every Wednesday, I think Thursday, okay. uh, and it's it's excellent. Um, and but she, you know, she's very expressive with her face, and and so that gets a lot of play here, almost like, the, but like almost overly so, like it's like like it's right. a stage version, yeah. When it's, yes, it's, and it's just the one room or scene, and you never see the sun, so you can't actually. <laughs> Time and place. Appreciate and uh, yeah, you can't appreciate a relationship with them. Yeah, no, that that that's fair. Uh, and I, I liked it okay, but yeah, it wasn't you know the best thing I like, and it definitely that did feel stagey. So I feel that. Yeah. But there's some films like, well, it's been a while since I've seen this one, but Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, like that was. Uh, that was obviously like a play first, very well received play. The whole always be closing and all that sort of stuff. Like they made that into a movie, and that was pretty compelling, even though it's largely set. So, okay. First, we alternate picks. Once someone picks a movie, that movie is out of play. Now, since you are a first time guest, Nidra, and you are one of the rare guests who've actually read the rundown, you get to go first. Okay. Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Contagion. Oh, Contagion. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, especially for our our pandemic times. Do tell. Uh, what do you like about Contagion? Um, oh, I don't really remember the movie. <laughs> <laughs> just picking stuff out of the air. I feel right. Thought we were just naming stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, you know what? Actually, I can pick up the ball because I recently rewatched Contagion, and oh. and it's like, all right, so it's about a month and a half ago when this stuff really started to break, and and uh, people were getting kind of like, you know, I think it was after, I think when the NBA shut down, that's what really got everyone's attention, mine included, uh, to how real this thing is. And it's really, it's really well cast, got a diverse international cast. Right. Uh, smile was in it. Yeah, everyone's in the sucker. Yeah, let me see. If I can yeah, here we go. Jude Law uh, plays like an investigative reporter who's kind of like on the fringe, one of those guys who thinks that everything's a conspiracy. And he actually uses, you know, he's actually one of these like Fox News type snake oil salesmen who, who, who's, who's pumping a, a hydrochloroquine type, you know, fantasy, you know, cure-all, which doesn't cure anything. It actually can get you cured. Wow. Yeah, no, the way the way they brought this out, this came out in 2011. But the way- Right, I see out is amazing because they thought of everything first of all social distancing is and, you know like you know this is we're talking eight years ago nine years ago i mean you know, wow this, this isn't you know anything new this is all like you know by a playbook and and the reason why i needed to watch it or i wanted to watch it was because i was running my mind in circles trying to figure out how bad this could get without having anything concrete in my head i was just kind of you know, i was 
getting super anxious. So after watching this, seeing how bad it could get, which is pretty bad, actually made me feel better. I felt calmer. Do do you have that kind of reaction to stuff? Yeah, I do. (laughs) Because I'm I'm a doctor first and foremost. I don't get excited. I just say, you know, calm down. Just, you know, go throughout your day like you usually would, but don't go anywhere. (laughs) Facts, just the facts, right? (laughs) Right. Um, But then some days I'm like, real anxious i'm like how long are we gonna have to do this and then every news episode is like they're pushing the date back and you know first it was the middle of april now it's april 30th but it's a a state disaster up until the middle of may i'm like schools have closed for the year the remainder of the year yep right yep so all right, well, uh, well, yeah, if you're looking for, I'm not sure if you're looking for reassurance, perhaps, but if you're looking for a worst case scenario that feels incredibly real, I okay. also recommend Contagion. It's, it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Okay. All right, so that's your first movie. My first movie, uh, it's more kind of sci-fi horror-ish, and it's a bit of a cheat because I'm actually going with the remake of it. But it's, it's cheap and horrorish. No, no, no. It's it's a bit of a cheat, but and and oh, okay. and, and it's horror-ish. But uh, I'm going with Flatliners, the remake, not the original one, which I guess might be a, a camp classic. But the one that came out in which oh. 1990, Kiefer Sutherland, Kevin Bacon, Julia Roberts. Right. I didn't see that one because I was scared. I saw it. Okay, well, I'm talking about the the remake, the one in 2017 oh. with Ellen Page, uh, that redhead guy, British guy, James Norton. Uh, from uh, McMafia and and a bunch of other younger actors, Diego Luna, whatever. Not a great movie per se, but pretty entertaining. And basically, it's a bunch of young medical students. Oh, there we go. Basically, a bunch of medical students, young medical students who, uh, you know, hotshot uh, doctors. One of them uh, figures out a way to um, uh, to kind of like uh, uh, cheat death, I guess. Uh, isn't that what it was like? They're they're able to. Um, to get into the into the afterworld or whatever and yeah they die and then they brought bring them back yeah yeah and and just the effects of that kind of you know them kind of playing with death uh and how it affects their lives and and the side effects of it was was pretty interesting and entertaining so yeah so flatliners 2017 that's my first pick yeah. it's all right so what do you got what's your next what's your next um one? the flu oh that one I just stumbled upon while I was going through my. Um, Is it called flu or the flu? Uh, maybe it's. Is it Spanish flu flu? Just flu? F L U? Who's in it? I thought it was. It had come out in 2013. Um, <laughs> it's a Korean movie. Oh, this okay. Flu. Okay, got it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I skipped over that one. All right, so flu. Excellent. So tell us yeah. about flu. I haven't seen this one. Um, I've not seen it either. I haven't seen any of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're a I doctor? You don't watch doctor um, movies? Right. I just thought we were naming some going back and forth. <laughs> well, we, we are doing that, but all right. All right. So, all right. So, Flu, uh, we haven't seen this one. Ooh, oh, right. it's, oh it's, man. It's, it sounds a lot like what we're going through now. Oh. Actually. I wonder if this is available on, um, on, on uh, Netflix. You know, Korean cinema's having a moment, at least uh, stateside over here. You know, have you seen Parasite? That was great. Oh no, I, I was supposed to watch that too. Yeah, no, that's that's your next movie, uh, right? 
that's your next movie. I I absolutely love uh, absolutely love that movie. I've seen it four times, I think, in theaters. Maybe. Oh gosh. Um, yeah, it's it was it's, it's it was easily my favorite movie of of last year. Maybe one of my favorite movies of the last five years. It's just it's incredible. I, I really enjoyed enjoyed it. It's got a lot to say about class and and income inequality and right. and just how we you know kind of treat each other. I, I think you know it's 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 great. Anyways, yeah. that, that's a little, what we call cultural cul-de-sac around here. We were talking about Flu, um, <laughs> your second movie. And that's cool. I appreciate that. And and so now we're going on to my next. <laughs> uh, John Q. Bring out John Q. That's oh. Uh, you, you've seen John Q, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that one deals with our broken medical system. Oh, drink. No. Oh. Our broken medical system. <clears throat> Uh, Denzel Washington is the father of, of a sick boy. He doesn't, you know, insurance ran out or something, and he can't. And his, and his kid's gonna die, and so he, to keep his kid from dying, he takes over a hospital, holds it hostage, and uh, to force care upon his kid. Now, this is one of these type of this one of these type of movies where Canadians, any Canadians listening, what up, Canada? Any Canadians <laughs> are listening or would be like, well, that's just the dumbest thing we ever heard because <laughs> they've got universal basic income. I mean, actually, they don't have that. Universal basic health care, sorry. Health care, yeah. Um, UBI is on its way, though. <laughs> it seems like this pandemic goes out any longer. And, and yeah, it seems like, I mean, this is one of those things, kind of like with Breaking Bad also, you know, the TV show. You know, you know, Breaking Bad Canada is like he goes to the doctor and gets treated at the end. This is another one of these where he goes to the hospital and son gets treated at the end. And it really kind of exposes just how awful the the medical insurance yeah company is i mean and i don't know i mean that you deal with more than i do do you have any thoughts briefly on the on our on our system of health care in this country at least the medical insurance um that i don't deal with um for the most part and most of my patients are um uh medicare medicaid Very, uh, very cool. Well, at least they're, you know, at least the, the, the poorest and the oldest among us are getting right here. <laughs> yes. Well, good. Well, you know, you are a net positive society. Good, good job. <laughs> What's your next <laughs> film? Um, Pandemic is actually a documentary. Yes, it's on Netflix. And I assume you haven't seen this one, but. Right. No, I haven't. <laughs> right. And actually, I thought about it. It was in my queue. I thought about watching it, but. You know what? I was actually kind of pandemic out. I guess I got what I needed from Contagion. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'd rather live in a fictional world than a real world because this really <laughs> sent me to a tailspin. And anyone who's following me on Twitter, at least my swag, at Swag Poker account, I mean, yes, I am, I am over-indexing on information and, and pandemic stuff and politics, but damn it, we live in very dangerous times right now, very heady right. times. And I just want to make sure that I don't go out without having you know if, if we're going out i ain't trying to go out without having at least said my say on all this like straight up right <laughs> yeah so this is a documentary i think it's a documentary series maybe uh uh, uh four i think four or six parts whatever um okay. yeah it's yeah it's 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 you know it's in it what you see is what you get it's in the title how to deal with pandemic how to prevent it and mm-hmm. I'm sure, and actually, I think it was in the first couple of weeks in March. I think it was consistently in the Netflix top ten. So, wow, so, yeah, that's that's saying something. <laughs> mm. All right, uh, so my next movie 
is Philadelphia. Okay. Yes, I remember that. Doctors were involved because <laughs> this is the movie <laughs> with uh, the Tom um, Hanks, Denzel Washington. Movie. Yeah, you remember you remember Philadelphia, yep. right? Mm-hmm. What do yep. you think of it? Um, it was a very good drama. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hanks makes the character come to life as if um, you know he's like a real person. <laughs> um, yeah, and Tom Hanks played. Uh, a uh, gay man who had come down with AIDS, and I think it was, it was his. He was fighting the insurance company, right? Like they were refusing to cover him. Is that what it was? And his lawyer. Um, I don't really remember. Oh no, no, or no. I think got fired. That's what it was. And and uh, Denzel Washington is plays like a bigoted. Yeah, yeah. When a man with HIV is fired by his law firm because of okay. position, he hires a homophobic small-time lawyer as the only willing advocate for a wrongful dismissal suit. Yeah, and this is back in 93, and times were a lot different back then, a lot of mm-hmm. misunderstanding, a lot of fear around HIV and AIDS and stuff, and also the mortality rate was a lot higher back then. We didn't have, you know, the great mix of drugs and treatments that we have now, <clears throat> where if you get HIV, it's not a death sentence, you know, now, now back then it felt like it was. So, yeah, so this movie was, was pretty important to kind of advance those type of issues, whatever, and, you know, Denzel was, was great. I think, he, I think Denzel got nominated for Best Supporting, didn't he? Oh, okay. I'm yeah. not sure. And, I didn't know he was homophobic. Um, you know, well, I mean, well, the lawyer. I mean, I, there, there's that scene in the kitchen where I think he, I think it was he jabbing a chicken leg or something. Like that, but he was basically trying to make his point about how, yeah, he didn't really kind of believe in <clears throat> in it, but he was going to take it anyways. And you know, and, oh, that's yeah. Anthony Banderas, Antonio. Sorry. Oh, you know, there's Anthony. Y'all cool like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Antonio. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah, and actually, I've, I remember watching in the theater. I might have watched it a second time, but I really haven't gone back because I remember it being really heavy, a very heavy mm-hmm. film. But I used to own all of Denzel's movies up through, up to right. like maybe four or five years ago. Like I literally had like every one. And because, I'm, because they, he was always my favorite actor of all time, period. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, and he's, you know, he's in his prime. He's, you know, he's in, in awards mode here. And Hanks, this was, this, this was during the Hanks run. I think Hanks won it for this. He won it for Forrest Gump, I think, the year after. And, you know, this is, you know, primetime Hanks. Yep. So Philadelphia, that was my third movie. So what's your next movie? Um, containment. I don't know anything about this movie. <laughs> okay. Containment. This one sounds familiar. This one, I did not see, but it was on my list. Like, oh yeah, a limited series, okay. And this is also about this, this series. Oh, but then it breaks out in Atlanta. Oh, you need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when it came out. On, I want to say it came out on TV at one point. Maybe it was like a limited series on TNT. Oh, CW. That's what it was. Yeah, <clears throat> and this is 2016. Like I, I knew of what it was, but I was like, eh, I saw Contagion. I'm good. Right. <laughs> and here we are again. Yes. Uh, wow. I mean, these are all really pandemic-y. Uh, right. We, we appreciate it, but you know, there, there are more doctor movies and I shall, <laughs> I shall endeavor to bring us another one. This one, my, my next movie is called Sicko. And this one definitely is all about the medical drink industry this is michael moore getting on 
his high horse. Probably, uh, probably one of the most effective ones he's done, if you ask me. I remember seeing it in the theater. This is him. I, I saw this in a movie theater as well. I think yeah, yeah. Do you, so what do you, after, do you I saw the one after, no, I saw um, after nine one one. Oh yeah, Fahrenheit nine. Yeah, Fahrenheit nine one one or nine eleven or whatever. Yeah, so mm-hmm. this is him like riding high off of that, uh, and this is him just a, a pure indictment of the medical insurance industry. And he basically takes his case. He goes around the world to see how other countries do uh, national health care, and it, it was an eye opener. This is this for me. This movie for me was the, was the point of no return for me on campaigning for universal uh, health care. Like seriously, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I didn't. I mean, you know, I'm what, 20, 2007, so 13 years ago. I mean, I'm not a kid per se, but I wasn't overly right. aware of medical insurance issues, you know, like up until 25 I was in my mom's care. And then there was a right. couple years where I played fast and loose with my health care because I was young and dumb. You know, I was playing mm-hmm. basketball three times a week and getting injured, you know, once every six months, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then eventually when I had like, you know, you know, the book money or whatever, I actually got some real insurance. And like, God, I'm paying a hundred bucks a month and I got to right. pay pay and I got to pay for medical. I mean, it was, it was starting right. to <laughs> And here comes Michael Moore with Sicko, and I'm like, oh, that's what they're doing in Singapore? Oh, that's what they're doing in France? Oh, they're right. going to have paternity leave in, like, you know, in, like, Scandinavian countries? Canada, like, yeah. Yeah, like, you didn't have to be this way, so. Sicko's great. I enjoyed it. Definitely an eye-opener about the, about the whole uh, medical insurance industry. Drink, drink. <laughs> All right, and so I think this is this your fifth one, fourth one. What's your next movie? Uh, Ninety-three days. I think it's one, two. Ninety-three days. Four. I think this is my fifth. Okay, so all right, so this is your fifth. Ninety-three days. All right, and so this is one. I'm this is just... one about the Ebola. I'm sorry, it's pandemic too. <laughs> okay. Oh, Danny Glover. Interesting. Ninety-three days. Danny Glover. I've kind of heard of this Alice. Oh, Tim Reed. Oh, interesting. All right. So this looks like an indie. Uh, and it's about Ebola. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So there you have it, friends. Another movie we have not seen, but make sure you check right. it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the movie with the guy, the um, psych, psycho thriller? Um, he has a, another movie um, that's like a spinoff of it. Of ninety three white guy no not ninety three days um he like has all these personalities huh it's a man and he has these um two or three women's um held capture two or three women held cap mm, not coming to mind but okay. while you think of it I'm going to okay. go ahead and register my last movie. This one maybe a psycho, maybe psycho? psycho. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like Norman Bates in the no. Okay, well we we'll, we'll keep this moving. Uh, my last movie, the one I actually did see, is Nurse Betty. Oh, no. been a while. <laughs> I heard but, that was. Yeah, you remember this one, Renee Zellweger? I wanted. Was she nominated for this one? Yeah. She, oh, oh, I she, thought she about the um, series. No, no, that's Nurse Jackie. Although I did watch oh. that too. I enjoyed Nurse Jackie. Nurse Jackie gives Merritt Weaver, and Merritt Weaver is on a run right now. She's actually literally on the show on HBO called Run, which <laughs> just came out on Sunday. But yeah, she's on the hell of a run right now, Merritt Weaver. And yeah, so I'll always love Nurse Jackie for giving us her. 
but yeah, but uh, Nurse Betty, um, comedy about a widow's post-traumatic obsession with a with a, a TV star, and this is the one where I think she like she was she quits her job and travels cross country to yeah <laughs> to 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 be with this with, with this guy, and it's just like she's delusional. She she takes like this medical you know drama thing for like for real, and she <laughs> and you know it says like she's you know uh, going through some sort of PTSD or whatever. Uh, and she makes this cross-country journey, runs across uh, Morgan Freeman and Chris Rock along the way, and it's just, you know, it was a bit of a, it was a, bit of a kind of dark, offbeat comedy, if I do recall, and Greg Kinnear, yeah, in in the pocket, playing playing the titular doctor, or the, 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 the doctor of, of Nurse Betty's interest, yeah. Get ready for Nurse Betty. Yeah, that was a cute little movie. So that is... That is my last movie. That's all five. And that brings an end to this segment. So let's take a break to bring those up to speed who may be new to the game or the program about what Cinema Draft the game is all about and how it's played. And I will pause it for us for a second and okay. come back to the recording right after this. Cinema Draft is the fantasy sports version of the movies. But instead of drafting athletes from teams, you're drafting actors from movies. How their movies perform at the North American box office will earn you points for your lineup of stars, all while competing against others for fun and prizes. So, how does it work? Well, to fill out your roster, called a call sheet, you draft 10 actors from those listed in the talent pool who are each assigned a dollar value salary. You have a $100,000 budget to try to draft all 10 actors, no more, no less, and you must stay under budget. You must draft at least one actor from each of the three release types of movies. Wide release, movies on 2,000 screens and up, limited release, 501 to 1,999 screens, and platform release, 500 screens or less. There are two headliners per film in the talent pool. Headliners' points are worth 40% more. So, for example, if Top Gun Maverick earns $100 million, Miles Teller gets 100 points, while Tom Cruise, a headliner, gets 140. The game is free to play with cash and cryptocurrency prizes. It's currently in production for a relaunch later this year. We look forward to seeing you play. Come sign up for an invite to the beta when it's ready. Please visit us at cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. And we're back. Last week, (laughs) our quarantine movie of the week, which we're doing now instead of our over-unders since all the theaters have been mothballed, until further notice. Actually, prayers up to AMC. We're, we're rooting for you. You guys, they keep talking about your impending bankruptcy. <laughs> and it sucks because I love the A-list, the AMC A-list, the, the, one, the, the monthly subscription service where you pay what anywhere from $20 to $24 a month, and you can see up to three movies a week. Oh, yeah. It's real, and it's spectacular. I've seen so much however, many, however many movies. No, no, no. Well, Regal has an unlimited one. Theirs is, oh. I think, might be 
20 bucks off. So there might be unlimited, but AMC does theirs uh, just three times a week, which for me, it's a little limiting, but I'll take it. Cause you can see, you can see IMAX, you know, you can see 3d, oh. all sorts of stuff for the same low monthly price. I mean, if you see two movies, especially at night prime time on a weekend, it pays right. for itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. So, you know, prayers up for AMC. We're rooting for you. <laughs> We're definitely rooting for you. But yeah, so since the theaters are all mothballed, we have gone to a quarantine movie of the week. Last week's quarantine movie of the week was American Factory. You heard back from, from a few of you all out there who enjoyed it. You know, appreciate your feedback and response. Uh, today's quarantine movie of the day for Tuesday, they were recording this with Step Brothers, Always a Treat. And tomorrow's movie of the day quarantine movie of the day and for this podcast our quarantine movie of the week shall be american assassin have you seen this movie nidra i have not uh have you heard anything about this movie nidra i have not <laughs> all right so well allow me i i enjoyed this immensely i saw it when it came out to theaters i think i might have saw it twice when it came out to theaters I thought it was excellent for what it is. It's based off a New York Times bestseller. Basically, this guy, um, Dylan O'Brien, bit of a baby face. You might recognize him from The Maze Runner. Uh, he was kind of, I think he also was on the MTV version of Teen Wolf. So he kind of grew up uh, as like a teen actor or whatever. I mean, no. no one really took him seriously going to this role. He's supposed to be some sort of like CIA badass, whatever. And and the, the movie starts out, He's he proposes to his girlfriend on a beach in Thailand. And then there's like this terrorist event where she's murdered. Right. And then you see mm-hmm. him just totally like 18 months later, he's like jacked. He's taking MMA classes. He's like, you know, kicking the shit out of people. He's got anger <laughs> issues. He, and he's like hunting down the guys who like killed his, his fiance. And that's when uh-huh. the CIA recruits him in order to be part of, you know, a special elite unit of similar badasses. Sanaa Lathan. Okay. My heart. I love her. She's uh, <laughs> kind of like his handler. She plays a CIA um, exec with, you know, kind of, you know, well, somewhat divided loyalties, whatever. So you kind of don't know exactly where she's coming from all the time. Uh, uh, great wig. Love it. <laughs> right. I was going to say, nice wig. <laughs> I have <Keaton>. like it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you know, when you, when you really want to go out and uh, go out for, with the high bang look. Um, freaking uh, Michael Keaton is, is actually a you know, he's aged nicely into like the elder statesman badass in this movie. He plays his instructor. Um, I forget the name of the instructor, but a bit of a badass. Stan Hurley, that's the name. Stan Hurley, a legendary CIA badass who trains him, try, tries to get, you know, Mitch Rapp. That's Dylan O'Brien's character's name under control. And he's yeah. just, it's a really great performance for what it is. It's an action movie. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to see him re- reciting Shakespeare or anything, but for what it <laughs> is, really well done, really well executed. Taylor Kitsch, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. He's um, uh, a guy from uh, Friday Night Lights. He's Riggins, Tim Riggins from Friday no. Night Lights. No, didn't see it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's also in this movie too. Cause there definitely was a Taylor Kitsch moment. Um, in in cinema they really tried to make him happen didn't quite happen for the man <laughs> oh there he goes hold on there he is taylor kitsch uh and so it's uh it's pretty well pretty well cast great action excellent fight scenes i highly recommend it that shall be our quarantine movie of the week for the pod and the okay. quarantine movie of the day tomorrow on wednesday which is probably when most of you all be, will be hearing this or watching this all right okay. so please make sure you give me your tweet length review of american assassin at Play Cinema Draft on Twitter. That's us right there. And follow us if you aren't following us. Are you following us, Dr. A? 
I am not on Twitter. Wow. Oh hell no. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. We know you we know you like your privacy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and also want to give a shout out a thanks to everyone who's been playing our little social media game, uh which is uh, social C D, social cinema draft is great. Last I week's- follow you on IG. Oh yeah, yeah. We we post that there too. We uh, we, yeah. we posted there too. Basically, it's a it's a game of building your own cast. This past week, it was millennials, where you had a hundred dollars to build your cast. You must have at least one headliner, one co-star, and one day player. The maximum, and actually, you have to have exactly five players, five actors. And we got some interesting we had some interesting uh, cast responses. And the way the game kind of works is that yes, you want to build a cast that you would like to see in a movie, and you want we want you to title it. That's cool. But also, uh, if you play along all, all four days of the game, each day we go through and we do a poll of each, of, of each row of actors. Who do you want absolutely in your, in your film? So we go by your headliners. It looked like it was a tie between Margot Robbie and Henry Cavill. Uh, we went through the co-stars. It uh, looked like Anna Kendrick took that one by a vote. And then also America Ferrera. Good for her. She looks like she edged out Army Hammer at all for the one cameo in your movie. And as, and, and according to the popularity, we give them scores. Headliners have a 40% bonus. And you and whatever lineup you came up with going into the polls, you assign your score and see how you did. I think I had a high score of about 18 points. So I think I did pretty well. I think I had, uh, I had like Boyega and, and Chalamet, Army Hammer. And I think I had, what was it? Uh, Adam Driver. At Driver and Robbie, maybe something like that. Math may not work out on that, but I, I had something close, <laughs> close to that. But it's a fun game to play, something to do while we're all cooped up here in quarantine. Check it out, support us. I appreciate it. Also, a huge shout out to everyone who helped us out from the newsletter uh, in trying out our alpha test of the draft stream game. Because we don't know when the theaters are coming back, uh, we've been coming up with some innovative ways to keep ourselves entertained and to entertain you all. We're trying out a new game variant that tentatively called draft stream where we are gamifying streaming content. This is this week's uh, uh, talent pool. We have 10 programs for everything from black AF. That's the show with uh, Kenya Barris doing kind of a fictionalized take on his life with Rashida Jones. Yes, have you seen, have you seen that trailer? Um, yes. Are you in? What do you think? Yes, yes, I'm definitely there. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, this looks incredible. I'm. I'm gonna crush it. They're probably gonna be half hour episodes. I'll probably crush it like in one in one night. I'll, I'll probably. <laughs> there's, there's only eight of them. You know, I'll just go in hard and be excited and be stuck for like another year and a half. <laughs> we got that. Sela and the Spade sounds interesting. That's a Netflix movie. Uh, sorry, that's an Amazon Prime movie. The Last Dance. I think highly anticipated. You're a basketball fan, right, Mitra? Yes. This is this is the documentary of unseen footage from, I think the '96 Bulls, '96 '97 Bulls. So that should be controversial and interesting, and I'll give you a chance if you're so inclined to, to roster, Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan on your own little actor call sheet. So we definitely need some more people to help me get more data to see if this game works or not. So if you're interested, we will leave a link for you, uh, in the description in order to check it out and play. We appreciate it if you can. And also check out our newsletter if you aren't already subscribed. I think we have a way you can subscribe by going to to the homepage right here. I think it's under contact. Is it under contact? 
contact page. I think you can subscribe to the newsletter on the contact page. Oh, that's right, on the homepage, actually. There you go. Subscribe to, uh, sign up for the beta. You sign up for the beta, we'll put you on the newsletter, all right? And that is, that, that's the draft stream. Basically, uh, similar type of format to the cinema draft game. You have a $100,000 salary cap, but in this one, you must have at least one of the three different actor types, headliner, co-star, and day player. From any of the 10 programs that we've got listed here, uh, you, have to, you only have $100,000, so you have to stay under budget. And basically, you have to put an emphasis on what you think it's going to be rated via Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic, with also special emphasis on audience and user scores. As you can see here, the audience score from Rotten Tomatoes and the IMDb user score, which is essentially you know, an audience score, those get 60% bonus weighted. So we really, so really, what's gonna, really, what's gonna come into play is how much the actual people who watch this stuff really liked it. To give an example of one of our of the most recent game. This is last week's. Something like the Clark Sisters did really well. Clark Sisters, First Ladies of Gospel, trending topic on Twitter on Saturday night. Are you familiar with? With that show, Anija, did you? I'm familiar. It? We used to listen on um, road trips. <laughs> but oh, I have the Clark sisters, straight up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Very cool. Well, I, I I hadn't really heard of the Clark sisters. I knew it was coming because I created, I put them yeah. in the talent pool. But right. I was shocked when I saw it was the number one trending topic on Twitter Saturday night, which is when it debuted, and it had like a dozen of the top twenty-five or thirty trending topics on Twitter for most of the evening. That was an eye-opener to me. And this audience score, 8.6 on IMDb, really did you know, play a part into making it the third highest rated program in last week's draft stream game. So we really could use your help. We need the data. You too, Anidra. You at you home. You got time, damn it. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, submit your call sheets uh, to me via the instructions on in the rules over here, how to enter. We'll, like I said, we'll leave a link in the description uh, on both the podcast and the video pod. And call sheets are due Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Please play. We need the data. All right. And so, shut up! I guess it's time for me to go. <laughs> it's reason for a landing. And let's give it up for our guest, Anidra Lyseth, Dr. Nidra Lyseth. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on the pod uh, and giving us all these great movies and stuff for us to watch. Uh, maybe all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and as, and for elevating us with your presence. Uh, and this is the type, this is part of the podcast towards the end where if there's anything you want to plug, the floor is yours. What, what do you got for us, Nidra? Anything you want to plug? Go ahead and plug your ish. Okay. Well, I'm an, unemployed now pediatrician so if anyone out there who's looking for a doctor <laughs> hit me up <laughs> i'm looking into um uh telemedicine i'll set that up pretty soon um, right so um they can follow me on ig at md the number two actress all right md <clears throat> Actress. Yeah, MD2. No, MD2. Okay. Actress. That's me. Right. That's her. This is, And for those of you watching, this is her. Yes, we've been talking to this baby <laughs> the entire time. Unbeknownst <laughs> to you, because she was shy. She was feeling shy tonight. Yes, that's Dr. Major <laughs> Lysis. You know, pediatrician for hire, telemedicine for hire soon. 
and mm -hmm. actor for hire once, of course, acting is hireable again. All right. Yes. So, yes. So I'm on quarantine now. Mm -hmm. um, also, I'm selling um, bedroom candy. <laughs> I hope to have it on a new IG page at um, Mahogany Love. And that's my link, bkparties.com backslash 8706. For those of you who are not familiar with The Real Housewives <laughs> or Candy Bursts of Escape fame, just a quick teaser. What exactly is Bedroom Candy? Um, it is for both men and women. Okay. Um, and it's um, a, her sex toy line. Um, Hello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for all of those who are in quarantine Forever. with somebody, even if you're not with anyone. It's it's for you. Self care <laughs> is a yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Especially in these stressful times, anything to relieve your anxiety, you must yes. do it. You must do it. Excellent. That's makeup as well. Oh, okay. All right. Full story. Well, you. I, this is my first. I mean, I hate to admit it. This is the first time I've seen your page, and mm -hmm. I mean. Look, we all got needs, whatever. We all have friends, whatever. I'll, I might have to peruse your, your website, you know, to see what you guys okay. want. <laughs> candy. Well, excellent. Well, finally, someone who really has ish to plug. I appreciate it. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for coming on. And we're going to wrap this up now. Usually we say go see a movie or something. No, that's not possible these days. So instead, quarantine with movie or something. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, everybody. We're signing off. Thanks for your support. We'll see y'all on the game. We appreciate it. Peace. Good night. Where can you find Cinema Draft? We are on Twitter, at Play Cinema Draft. Facebook, Cinema Draft. Instagram, at Play Cinema Draft. Medium, at Cinema Draft, that is our corporate blog. We're even on Pinterest, Cinema Draft. Also, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Music, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. And finally, please visit us at cinemadraft.co and sign up for an invite to the relaunch. We will always have games where you can sign up, play for free, and win real money. Cinema Draft is a registered mark of Cinema Draft LLC. Both the Cinema Draft game and the CD3D decentralized app token are for entertainment purposes only.